All right, both sides were ready to go. Today is Daf Nun Beis. Everybody hear me all right? Yeah. Okay, good. Today's shear, well, first it's the 18th day of the Oimer. Today's shear is sponsored Lili Nishmat, Rivka Chaya, Bat, Chava, and Ruven. If you remember Harry Shalom, he sponsored a month ago, now is the Shloishim. I'm Sephardi, we use the mom's name for stuff like this, he says, if you recall. Rufua Shlema, so the Nishmat should have an Aliyah. Rivka Chayabas Chavan Ruven. Rufua Shlema for Chana Yocheved Ovia. Some people say it's Odia, Bat Shifra Chaya, who's in Sloan Kettering Hospital in Manhattan. My mom was there. I'm very familiar with that place. By the way, it's a, when I was there, the, unfortunately, there's a lot of Ashkenazi Jews who suffer from cancer and they go to Sloan Kettering. And there's a big waiting room there for people coming out of surgery. I guess every single day, some Satmer Hasidim ladies come with huge bags of food, milchiks, fleshiks. This restaurant, it's, the chesed that goes on there is incredible. She also has leukemia with corona. Her husband, who, has, who had muscular dystrophy, recently passed away from corona. There's a lot of these stories. My, my good friend in New York, I think I mentioned it, he lost both his parents within a week. We added the name Chana about a week ago. Over the last few days, she's starting to improve, but needs to still, but still needs tremendous rachamei shemayim for shleima for Chana Yocheved of Vayo Bats Shifrochayo. Some very very good news, Rabbi Yisai. Um, right before we left the base medrash, we had a tremendous shidduch. We had Ari Rosenstein, who's in the, the Chabura, his daughter, got engaged to Rabbi Sheff, who's in the Chabura's son. And the shidduch was made by Levi Freeman, who's in the Chabura. La- yesterday, a repeat. Yermi Gold, who's part of the shir, the night shir, his son David, very, very good friends, got engaged to Ari Grun, who's also in the shir, who's in day number one, big part of the shir, his son comes to the night shir. And who's the shatchan? No other than Noam Fix's wife. So all three, again, all from the sheer, amazing, amazing. Zuck the Heilige email. This is from Yossi Sounders. Dear Belly, I hope you're well. I live in, I dare say it, Manchester. Although nothing to do with the famous Chabura. I first heard about your sheer via Shear World News. As I was in the airport waiting to go to Ramat Bet Shemesh on a pilot aliyah trip, the Sunday, the beginning of Brachas. Baruch Hashem, I've kept up with the full daf every day since. You're 100% right that it's about the yoimi, not the daf. And I was one of those on the last cycle who thought there's no point doing daf yoimi and it's too fast. Yet thanks to your excellent advice, it's true. They do pick up so much and it's only the eight Sahara in the way. I happened to run a newspaper in England and as I found... As I found you via advertising, I'm happy to donate a free advertisement every week, both in print and online, to help plug this brilliant and ever-popular shear. If just one person joins, as a result, will be more than enough payment for life. Our boys, I hear this. Get more people to join. I'm looking at Nochem Katz. You got at least one or two people. All of you could do this. Get more people to join. Learn some Torah. A lot of people are just sitting around their house, nothing. 
All right, please find attached recent edition where I mentioned you in my editorial, wishing you continued Hatzlacha with the mammoth preparation you undoubtedly undergo each day and looking forward to meeting you personally on our next pilot trip. Another guy that's going to join us in the special guest seat in the base measures. P.S. I didn't realize at the time, but we were staying right across the street from you in Beit Shemesh, in, in the, right across the street from Beis Medrash. P.P.S. I read Shabbos Mishnayis on my table, the red Shabbos Mishnayis, these guys. I guess he's talking about this. He had this very cool Mishnayis used in school. Love it. Regards, Yossi Sanders. This is what the, the, the little part of the article it says. The well-known saying in Judaism, Refuel Kaidim Lamaka, now reads loud and clear. My online dafayoyim is here. Rebelli Stefanski, 8minutedav.com. And Rebbe Chavish had 120 people in attendance. Well, that was according to Yeshua Aaron Price's count. According to Menachem Mata, it was closer to 100 a lot of people, Baruch Hashem. Yesterday, only seven people were in the room. I guess he wrote this a while back. But at least through the internet, we can carry on learning Torah. We, we were on YouTube, so we learned about it, so we were able to go to Zoom. Baruch Hashem. Okay, let's jump into it. Today, oh no. Let's see if I have... Oh, so I remembered to put a water here just in case I forget. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Zok the Heli Gemara. We're holding Dafnun Beis Omid Aleph on top. Tana the Bei Menashe. So this parak discusses. Starts out with the halacha of Hoytza because an animal is mechuyiv, like we saw in Taisvis, Leman Yenuach Sharcha Vachamirecha. Believe it or not, an animal has the same lametes melachas that a human being has. Or whatever applies to an animal. So an animal cannot do harisha, can't do zriya. One of the malachas, the first malach in our mesechta was haitzah. You're not allowed to walk in the in shusarabim, daladamis. You're not allowed to carry from shusarabim to shusiyachet. An animal, your animal, your mechuyiv on your animal to make sure it's not over on haitzah. It's not so polite, but I rather I put my cup over there. I don't want to get up and get it. And I made a bracha already. Okay, so what's, what constitutes Hoytzah? Putting a big load on its back and walking out in Rishas Rabbim, Hoytzah. What about a leash? What about a decorative item? Is that considered Hoytzah or not Hoytzah? So we learned about different type of animals. If it's a wild donkey, a white a naka, so it needs a nose ring. So, so that's, yes, that's not considered Hoytzah. An afsar, uh, more of like a collar for, for, for a tamer camel. Says the Gemara, Tonit Beim Menashe. Ei Shechokak Lo Ben Karnel. Yoitza Ba'afsar B'Shabbos. So what's the afsar? The afsar again is, is this guy, like a, a collar that goes around the animal's head. The issue is that when it comes to goat, the goat's head says Rashi is very narrow. It's going to be able to escape this afsar. So an afsar for a goat would be considered carrying because it doesn't really work on a goat. So if you put something that doesn't work on an animal, that's carrying. You have to make sure that your animal doesn't carry. It sounds crazy. But these are lachas lamaisas. So you cannot have, you can't put a nice bow on your dog. I mean, relevant to today. You have a pet and you put a nice decorative bow on your dog and dogs don't go out with bows. And it walks out into Rosh Hashanah. You're chayiv. 
because your animal walked out into Rosh Hashanah with carrying something. So what do you do? You have a goat and you want to make sure you can control it. So how do you control it? Chakak big You basically, you make a hole right through its horn and then you put the afsar, whatever it is, the collar through its horn. So now its narrow head cannot escape the afsar. That's not considered carrying. Boy, Rabbi Yosef, So the goat has a little beard going on. So Kasha, he takes the beard, he rolls it up. I don't know if you ever noticed, like some Hasidim have beards that are literally three, four feet long, but you would never know because they roll it up, they do a whole thing. You roll it up, you put some rubber bands, and then you tie your rope to his beard. Now if he tries to get loose, it's going to really hurt him. So, Shiloh, is he going to run away or not? Or perhaps he could loosen it, he'll, he'll pull it, he'll pull it until it comes out. It's not as strong as putting it between his, his horns. It's not going to go crazy and try to pull its beard out. Sometimes it will work hard and take it out. A question like this, we don't, we don't really have a good answer. Take it, we have to wait till Eliyah Novi comes. Tanan Hosam, Paro. I'm, this whole sugi is talking about a Paro. It doesn't say your Paro, you got to stick in the word Paro. We're talking about a cow. Again, my head is cut off. Yeah. Nothing I can do about it now. Well, maybe, hold on. It's okay. Hey, it's good, don't move it. I'm, what if I go, no, that was... It's good. Okay, that's better. I think this is better. Anyway. So, you take, you have a, a cow that has horns, and you put some, something between its horns, from horn to horn. So now, there are two options. Why are you putting this thing between its horns? Either it's for decorative purposes, or to control it. Noam, is it true that your wife made the shidduch? Or she's just taking... It's not Mimi Sussman. A little bit afterwards. She, she told me that Mimi, uh, day after. It's a beautiful show. Oh, by the way, it's crazy. I forgot to mention this. Very, very important. First of all, they live 20 feet away from each other. So they could have dated through the porches. I don't think they did. But yesterday, I, I went to their vart, uh, as everybody in the neighborhood, I, I'm assuming, did, in a car, a drive through vart. So you get in a car, the, the chas and kala, the families are on the sidewalk. You drive up, mazel tov, you keep on going. Best vart I ever went to in my life. From my driveway back to my driveway, it took five minutes flat. I did, the, I did the vart thing. And then it occurred to me, we, unbelievable idea. We could do drive-through weddings from now on. The chas and kala sit, everybody comes, you're yaitza, you keep on going. It's, it's cheap, it's fast, everybody would love it. Forget weddings for 10, 20 people. That might be an exaggeration. Drive-through wedding. Unbelievable idea. Einfall. You got to make it nice. Like with beautiful uh, chandeliers, the whole thing. Drive-through wedding. 20 seconds in, 20 seconds out. Zogdi Yimara. But, I mean, we're living in a, in a, in a, in a period of time. That, yeah, it's normal. You drive-through Vart. Uh, we're going to tell our kids, you know, one time we went to... Yeah, right, okay. You also walked two ways back. Barefoot, da-da-da. It's crazy. Zogdi Yimara. So, you're putting this, whatever it is, the, this decorative thing between, uh, 
the, this, um, I think I have some sort of picture here. But it's a, a decoration on the horns of a cow. You see that? But it's more like from here to here. It goes across. So what's going to happen is that for decorative purposes, that's 100%. Also, no machlekes. Who's going to decorate a cow? Since it's not the derech, it becomes hoitzah. Where is the machlekes? In Shmira. If you do it, to, to drag the cow. Because a cow doesn't need to be dragged. No, have you ever seen a leash on a cow? You don't really need it. You just tell the cow to go and it goes. It's not trying to run away from you. So the question is, is that considered hoitzah or not? One of them, we don't know which one says, even l'shamer, even to pull it. It's also considered carrying. Yes, everybody agrees that when it comes to a decorative piece, that's considered carrying. And he argues on Shmira. Could you put a leash of some sort on a cow? I can prove it to you that Shmuel is the one that said that you could put it on as a leash. Yesterday, as we finished off the sugya, Hananya says that a Shmira Yisera is okay. In other words, if I take a cat and instead of tying a cat to a string, I tie a cat to a rope, much more than necessary, Hanani says that's not carrying. I could add a level of shmira. So yeah, you're right, it weighs five times the amount of a string. That's not carrying. Zumachloikis. He passes like Hananya. Who? Shmuel. So since Shmuel passes like Hananya, that shmira you say is okay. So I'm going to prove from here that if I put a little bit of a, a leash on a cow, so I'm, I'm, I'm protecting him more than necessary, but it's not carrying. I can prove to you that it's Shmuel that said that it's Aser, not that it's Motor. We had yesterday this, this Sogya. So we had a, the Shailah. What happens if you take the Mishnah and you reverse the Mishnah? You take a wild camel that needs a nose ring and you give it an Afsar, you give it a collar. That the Gemara said, oh, for sure, that's carrying because it doesn't do, it does, it's not effective. And if it's not effective, it's carrying. And then the Gemara said, okay, and what about if you take a, 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 a tame camel and instead of giving it a collar, you give it a nose ring? That's a Shmir Yaseira. So, Omar Kachamar Abba, and yesterday we had this word for word. Says This is what my father said. There are four animals that could go out with this uh, a collar, yeah? What's Avsar? A leash. Hasus, Hapered, Vahagomel, Vahamor. Four could go out with a leash. Lav, Lumute, Gomel, Vahatom. So I'm making a diok. If a camel could go out with a leash, but it seems like he cannot go out with a shmira yisera. He can't go out with a nose ring. Oh. So since 
he brought this down. So therefore, you see that he holds that a shmiri yaseira, like a nose ring to a camel, which doesn't need it, that's considered carrying its osir. So too by us, giving a leash to a, to a, to a cow is also shmiri yaseira, and that would be carrying. Says the Gemara, Sami So we have one brisa that seems one 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 line that says that Shmuel says it's mutter. The other line says Shmuel says a shmiri seir is aser. So which one is it? Sami mikan, sami Get rid of one of them. Get rid of the one that says that shmiri seir is aser. Let's stay with Shmuel holds that shmiri seir is mutter. And why is one better than the other? Sami homikameha. Maybe take, get rid of the one that says that Shmuel holds that a leash on a cow is mutter. Get rid of that and say a leash on a cow is aser. Says Gemara, because the Ashkech Shmuel So, again, anytime you have something specific, there's nothing better than specific. It says Mefurish. Shmuel says, and the story, there's no more discussion. Once I have a Mefurish uh, uh, saying that says that Shmuel said Mefurish, to, to guard a cow, to put a leash on a cow, it's a Shmiri Yisera, but nevertheless, it's Mutter. So it's Mutter, finished. Now we're talking about a cow, but a very special cow, a Paraduma cow. Now, everybody knows that a paraduma, you can't ride it, you can't use it, you can't put an oil, you can't, you can't put a, a load on it. If you put a leash on the cow, it's kosher. Wait a minute. And if you're telling me it's unnecessary and anything extra is carrying on Shabbos, if it's carrying on Shabbos, that means it's a load. If it's a load, this paraduma should be possible. You guys remember that farmer in upstate New York? He said he had a paraduma. They, a rabbi went there and they, they brought a video camera. They went through the whole animal. Not a single here that wasn't red. The whole thing was red. And suppo- he claims, he wasn't a religious guy, he claimed that some chassid in New York offered him a million dollars for the paraduma and he turned it down. He said, if Mashiach comes... I want to be the guy giving the, the paraduma. I don't know what he feels like today. I mean, that was uh, five years ago, whatever it was. Might have been a bad deal. But anyway, he said he had a paraduma. And he was very careful. The rabbi told him, he had a guy with a big long beard, said, make sure you don't put a load on it, make sure you, you protect it. Now, if just putting a leash on it, you're over on on Shabbos, that's a load. And that paraduma should be Puzzle, you lost a million dollars. The famous Gemara, Adam ben Asina, he didn't wake up his father, and then Chacham came and bought a paraduma from him, and it was a fortune. I don't know, maybe $10 million in those days. Who knows? Crazy amount of money. Big loss if you just put a leash on it. So we have three pshatamina. There's a way you could get away with putting a leash on a paraduma. Typically, you're right. If you put a leash on a paraduma, you ruin it. It's done. You can never use that paraduma again. However, if you are, oh, you know what happened? I lent my TV screen to 
Yirmi Gold for his Vard, because he did a, a Zoom Vard on the TV, and I guess he, the volume is really high, so every time somebody clicks in, I don't know if I can control it from here. I'll try. Anyway, um, says Abaya, yes, if you're going to take a cow and try to get him into the barn, not a problem, you don't need a leash, and if you put a leash, you put an oil on it, and you ruin the paraduma. But if you're taking this paraduma out of the city, out of the city, you need to control it. Once you need to control it, it's not a load, and therefore you didn't ruin the paraduma just by putting on a leash. If you have a paraduma, which is extremely expensive, you're very nervous that it's going to get, something's going to happen to it, you want to control it better than all your other cows. Therefore, you don't have to take it out to another city. Just the fact that it's a paraduma and you're protecting it gives you the right to put on Omar bimoredas. Talking about a crazy cow, a redhead cow. Huh? You know about those redheads? It's a little wild. So Mamela, <laughs> no Amazia. Five redheads over there. So Amiredas, I need to control it. So each cow is an individual thing. If I want to take it to the city, I could put a leash on it. If it's crazy, it has a Amiredas personality, you put on a leash. And it's not considered a load. A typical docile cow just walks around and you put on a leash. That's carrying. You have to have a good excuse to put on a leash. Next sugya. Hasus b'sher. B'sher. What's a share? Let's see. This guy over here. Here. This is a share right over here. A collar. But what does it say in the Mishnah? Just read the words. Besus b'sher, v'chol bali asher, any animal that wears a collar, yoitzim b'sher, v'nim shochem b'sher. Two things. They could go out with a share, and you could pull it with a share. Like you see in this picture, the guy is pulling b'sher. He's pulling the animal with his, with the collar. Now, is it two individual statements? Yoitzim v'nim shochem? It could go out with a share, you could lead it with a share, or it's one and the same. Yes, it's telling you two halachas. First of all, halacha number one is that the, the, this leather leash is wrapped around its neck. Like this. You see how it's wrapped around the neck? Now what good does that do? That's more of a decorative leash. That's not for pulling it. For pulling, I have a long leash. But if I wrap it around its neck, I want to make it pretty. I want a pretty horse. Oh, so it says, It could go out wrapped around its neck. Or I could just use it as a leash. Two halacha, says Ravuna. What's this business? Making your horse beautiful, pretty. That's noi. Noi doesn't apply. Noi is bad. Noi is considered carrying. You don't do decorative things. Decorative things are carrying. So the Bryce says it differently. It makes a compromise, sort of. If I wrap this around my horse's neck, not for decorative purposes, also for decorative purposes, but look what happens here. 
he loosens it up here. You see right over here, you could, you could tell that the artist, he, it's not tight to his neck. Right over here, it's loose. See that? Therefore, he could stick his hand in there, grab it, and lead it. So it's actually serving a purpose of a leash. Another Pshat and Rashi is that there's a little bit dangling over here, so you could grab it by this and lead it. Okay. The point is, says the Bryce, it has to be for leading purposes, not just for decorative purposes. Om Rav Yosef. I saw these calves, these young calves of Rav Huno, so again, this is already like Maisa Rav. I saw a story. I saw Rav Huna physically having these leashes wrapped around the necks of his calves. And a calf with a wrapped thing around it. It's for night. It's for decorative purposes. So it's allowed. Now, here comes the line. Ki Dimi Omar by the way, I, I found it interesting. This word, mulois, is very similar to English. The meaning in English is a mule. It's almost written the same way. Mulois, a mules. Mules shall base Rebbe, shall base Rebbe Yoytzeis b'afsereim b'shabbos. Oh. So he says like this, very simple. Just Ravdimi's in red. He says, I saw Rebbe's pered, his mule, went out with an afsar, with a, with a collar on Shabbos. Okay. But we were discussing up until now that a collar could be for decorative purposes. It could be for shmira. It could be for pulling it. So which one did he see? He doesn't explain what he saw. So the is going to make like a diok. It has to be there if Dimi meant it's for decorative purposes. Rebbe said a mule could go out with an afsar, with a halter. Which one is it? Is it decorative? Is it wrapped around the, 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 the mule's neck? Or it's a leash? Wrapped around the neck is much worse. It's, it's much bigger chiddush to say. Even decorative, a mule could go out with a decoration on it. Typically, you know, mules don't uh, have decorations. A leash, okay, it's common. So which one is it? Tashma. So here we have statement number three, really. Mulai shall base Rebbe Yoitzois Bafsereim Kruchim Beshabas. Oh. So he says Mufurish. Rebbe Chanino says Mufurish. What? A mule. Mulai shall base Rebbe. Rebbe's mules. Yoitzois Bafsereim Kruchim. That's the key word here. Kruchim is decorative. So once I have Rebbe Chanino, I don't need anything else. He says, Mufurish. Rebbe's mules went out with the decorative leash, not just to lead them, but it was decor and memela. I see from here a tremendous chiddush. I could decorate my mule, and it's not considered carrying. Amrura bona kamei ravasi, ha'odirav shmuel bar yudalei tzricha. dimi nafka. So, so we have like this. We have this, this member that we said before, and we learned it yesterday. There are four animals that could use an officer or a halter. There's a list. A horse, 
a cow, a, a camel, and one of them is a mule. Okay, Dal behemus yoytes ba'afsar. One of them is a mule. But what are they going out with? Is it wrapped around the neck as a decoration, or is it a leash? So this is ambiguous. Doesn't, doesn't say what it is. Rav Dimi comes along and adds another line, and he doesn't explain what he's talking about either. Rav Dimi says, Rebbe's mule went out with an afsar. So the red and the blue are the same, basically. The only one who explains himself is Rebbe Hanina. Rebbe Hanina says, Rebbe's mule went out with a decoration. Okay. Says the Gemara, Okay, so let me just make sure here. Let me just make sure it's the same person. Yeah, okay. So at the end of the day, I don't need this. Because Rav Dimi tells us that a mule goes out with the after. If Rav Dimi was only talking about the simple act of using it as a leash, that I could learn from here. This statement that there's four animals that go out, one of them is a mule. One of them, Mefurish, it says, a mule could go out with an afsar. And the lower, the lower case, the, e- the easiest case, is a leash. So obviously when Rav Dimi comes along and says, and by the way, a mule could go out with a leash. What he, what he meant is, more than the blue. He had to add something. So he's saying, a mule could go out with a decoration. If that's the case, then I don't, know, I don't need Rebbe Hanina. Rav Dimi already says that a, a mule could go out with a decoration. Again, over here, number one tells me that a mule could go out with a leash. What is it? A leash or decoration? It must be a leash. And then Rav Dimi comes and adds even a decoration. Otherwise, Rav Dimi wouldn't add anything. It already says four animals could go out with a collar. Emimela, once Rav Dimi says that it's for decoration, then there's nothing left for Rav Hanina to say. We already know a leash, we already know a decoration. Then what is Rabbi Shmuel? You listen to Rabbi Shazub Mahu. Omer lefan of Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosi. Right, the sugi that we had twice already. Kachom or Abba. This is what my father said. Arba b'mis Yosi b'afsur. There's four animals that use the the, the halter. Hasus v'apered v'agomo v'chamar. One of them is a mule. Omer l'ravasi Yitzchak l'hu. No, I need all three. Dim the Rabbi Yehuda Nafka havamina. Omer lefan of Aleikiblumine. Oh, so now what happened? This was just the saying that was said in front of Rebbe. It's not a right that Rebbe agreed to it. Somebody said it. That's, that's the Lushan. He said in the Abba. This is what my father said in front of Rebbe. No, so maybe Rebbe rolled his eyes and, and didn't, didn't accept it. Who told you that he accepted it? So comes along, Rebbe Dimi says, No, I saw Rebbe accept it. Not only did I see him accept it. Rebbe's own mule had this uh, afsar on it. Vid Ravdimi, and if I would just stop with the red and say Ravdimi that he saw an afsar, comes Rebbe Hanin and says, by the way, Rebbe also used it for decoration. Ravdimi doesn't explain what he used it for, he just had an afsar. 
So Mela, I need all three. Alright, Seder? Go weiter. Anybody going to say something? Yesterday I was at Zavis on today? Because like in the middle of the day, I, like, I, was, I think I got his joke even better when he said that the guy woke up from the coma. It was a mean thing to say. I hope that they weren't listening. But it was just so funny. Like, why would a guy ask for eight minutes when he wakes up from a coma? Because he was doing the eight minute as he fell. And that's why he fell, because he was like looking at the screen. The kids are, okay, I just, all of a sudden it hit me. But I need somebody to like interact and say some, oh, here he is, here's Avi. It was a great joke, great joke. Shkoyach. Umazen aleim v'toyvlo v'koyim. What? I'm trying. Umazen aleim v'toyvlo v'koyim. When's Rav Shai's yard site? Is that today? What? Is it? Anybody? Is it today? They're saying it's today. No way. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, Rev Shayev and Remoishe, Rev Shayev and Remoishe, Poil for Clayis Ruel, Bunai Chaya, Mizoinai, Mizoinai, Revicha, Shayev and Remoishe. If we had the whole island, it would be a Mordekinigan. Now I have to sing with a hoarse voice. Okay. Where's your where's your nigga Navi? You probably have the, 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 the soundtrack somewhere. Umazan the Maimro. What? Simon approved of your voice. <laughs> if you approve of this, wait till you hear when I'm not, when I don't have the whole colds going on. So we had a very interesting halacha. So Whatever it is, this guy, let's say, if this becomes Tomei, Tomas Mace, now you don't want to take it off the camel, it's very dangerous, he'll bite you. So what do you do? You, you tell the camel, let's go, let's go to the mikvah, have a drink, and as he goes to the mikvah, you, st- you, you stick his head in, and you're toivel it. That's how you do it. And you can do azah, like you have to first sprinkle it with the, the paradum ashes, you don't have to remove it from the camel. Says the Gemara Lemeimra, the Bnei Kabuli Tumaninu, what? So you tell me that this ring is So a human ring is You know, a lot of these uh, frying pans have like a little ring at the end. They could hang up. That's a tabas kalim. Rashi points out, very important, that this is when it's not attached to your frying pan. Because if it's attached to the frying pan, then it is because it's part of the frying pan. We're talking about a ring that you took off from the frying pan. V'shtar kolatabais, or let's say, Rashi says, you have one of those bangers on a door. You know, in America, on the wooden doors, in England. You have the, what is, I forgot what it's called, but it's like a little, it looks like a ring. And you just lift it up, a knocker. Thank you. So that's called a tabas. All those are tahar. They're not kalim, they're not, they're not. The ain't tachshit l'kli says Rashi. Omer Yitzchok. So the the question is, so how does this ring in the nose of the camel? How's it mikabel tuma? Just as mafurish, a ring of an animal is not mikabel tuma. Omer Yitzchok. 
it started out as a ring on a human being. I don't know what kind of ring. I hope it was like maybe like a bracelet or something. And it, be, it became Tomei, says Rashi. Then you put it on the animal. So now you want to make it tar. You have to, uh, you don't have to remove it. You can put it, the whole animal into the mikvah. So we have two pshatim. One says that it started out as a human tachshit, human jewelry, became Tomei, went to the animal. That's the only way to make it Tomei. Rabbi says, no, this ring serves a human being. So yes, it's on an animal, but that's how the human controls the animal, and therefore it's considered a human ring. And that's why it is Mikabal Tomo. Milo Itanyo, Makil control an animal made out of metal because it was made out of wood. It's not Mikabal Tomo because it's Pshutikliyet. But if you have a straight stick made out of metal, what kind of animal are we talking about? Says Rashi. Shalom Aleichem again. Just like yesterday, he's talking about a beer. I guess the... No way. Oh, that's, uh, that's Avi. I, got, I thought that I'm losing Zoom again. I'm like, wow. Let me just see that uh, this YouTube business is working. I'm all by myself here again. Yeah, okay. Baruch Hashem. Guys from California on YouTube. So, I don't know, I guess it seems like they used to deal a lot with beers. People, it was a common thing to have a beer at home. Because yesterday also we had a beer. It said, uh, if a, how do you control a beer with a, with a thick rope? Not a thick rope. I mean, beer is probably one of the strongest animals around. Back to the safari. So if you need a stick to control a beer, says Rashi, it's Mikabal Tuma. Great. Matam. And what's the reasoning behind? A human uses it to control it. So why is it Mikabal Tuma? It shouldn't be any different than a stick they use to, 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 to give it to... Jolt the animal. So too, this ring is not for the animal, it's not for him to look good, it's for you to schlep him. Therefore, it's Mikabal Tomah. How could you put it in the mikvah, this chatzitza? So, where is that picture? I don't even know if I have, oh, okay, fine. Let's say this, this picture right here. The question, the question is that this red ring over here is in this share. And it's kind of tight, something like that, to the point where, you see, uh, this, this guy over here, the ring, that ring is tight in this device, and therefore water is not going to flow freely, and it's a chatzitza. You must say you took a hammer and widened it, so the water flows. Rav Yosef is the one that says that it went from, since a person schleps the animal with it, so it's meant for a human being. So we have to say that's Svara, not Rabbi Yitzchak who says that it started out as a human ring and then went to an animal. Oh my gosh, you guys are nuts. Beseder. 
All right, we need a little, we need a little uh, simcha going. Great. I'm assuming it was like some Sephardi guy I, I, in... I, 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 I don't think they were Goyim. I don't know what I, they were. I, I, I would have had it on earlier. I, I woke up late and had some technical difficulties getting on the co-host. Noam is scratching his head. He's like, I don't know about that one. Well, he's saying no. When we have the base management, we have the screens in front. No, no, can't do that. Okay, listen, we've got to get the oil. The oil is depressed. They need a little... Uh, some guy, and I don't know what he is. He had a necklace, and he, he's singing the, the words perfectly. In Florida, in a pool. All right. How do I know it's Florida? It could be California, but it, it had palm trees and everything. So it wasn't in Deal, New Jersey. We had a Shiloh, maybe it was in Deal, but I don't think they have palm trees there. Anyways, it started out as a human ring and went to an animal, or because a human schleps this animal with the ring, it's, it's, it's considered a human ring. So let's say that this halacha of widening it goes according to Rav Yosef who says that it's human. It's for a human being. That it went first from a human to an animal and that's why it's considered Once you took, a, you took a ring from a, a person and you put it on an animal, but you banged it hard so that water could get through. But that banging is going to make, you take action in that ring, and now the, the tuma is going to fly away. There's no more tuma anymore. If a person finishes a kli, let's say this is a kli, and he has to sand it down in order to finish it, finish it. But in his mind, he says, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to sand it anymore. I'm done. So it becomes tummy just by thinking about it. However, once it becomes, it's another, not tummy, but because it, it's susceptible to, to be mikabal tummah. And the only way it, you could undo that is by taking action. So if you took action and you bang this ring, it's no longer mikabal tummah. But if you hold like Rav Yosef, that it started out as a human ring and it still is a human ring, it always is a human ring because it serves a human being. So just because he gave it a little zet doesn't take it away from Toma. It's the same ring as it was before. Says the Gemara, You need to destroy something. You need to do something else. But to make it a little wider is not enough to let the Toma fall out. If you take an oven, like we said a few times, many times, you take an oven that's mikabal tuma, that's tummy, you give it a bang, you break it, okay, then it's no, no more tummy. But to make something better doesn't make it tummy. Doesn't take a, doesn't get rid of the tuma. You have to ruin it. In other words, this ring was already wide enough, water was flowing freely, no problem about chatzitza. Shaal Talmud Echod Migolil Ha'elyonis Rebeliezer. So Talmud asked Rebeliezer two questions, similar questions. First of all, he asked him, Shamati Shechokim in Tabas Tabas. I heard there's a difference in rings, and I don't know what it was. I, I don't remember. Can you please remind me, Rebbe, what I heard? Difference, different ring does different things. What you heard probably is a halacha regarding Shabbos, not a halacha regarding Toma. In other words, if a ring, says Rashi, has a signature on it, and a woman walks out with it on Shabbos, she's over the Eiraisa. And if it doesn't have a signature on it, and she walks out into Rosh Hashanah, she's over the Rabbanon. Big daf for Shabbos. 
But Tuma, there's no difference in rings. All rings are the same. They're all Makabal Tuma. We just learned. It's not true. There are rings that are for animals that are not Makabal Tuma. And what's the Gemara's answer going to be? I was talking about human rings. Okay, humans. I'll give that to you. But there's no nafkimina between rings. If I have a ring, like a belt ring, we have something similar. It's like square. Some, so, you know, the fancy designs are circles. I have some sort of picture here. To shot them either to tie your sleeves or to tie the back of your garment over here. It's between your shoulders. Tahira, it's tar. It has to be on the finger. I'm talking about a human. I'm talking about a human finger. I'm not talking about belts and stuff. What? It's in fact one halacha for all rings. What if the actual ring was made out of metal, but the signature, the signet, I don't know what it's called, is made out of almoig? Some people even say today in Hebrew, Almog is coral reef, so some people say it's coral. Lamashana, the point is it's not metal. Temeya. He shall almog And if the ring itself, the circle that goes around your finger is made out of wood, but the signature part is metal tire. So you see these differences in rings? I'm talking about a metal ring, a ring for a finger, for a human. If you have all these things, all these considerations, there, are, there is no difference between ring to ring. I can't find a, a difference in ring to ring. Yes, you can find the ring for an animal. You can find the ring that's made out of wood. But I'm talking about normal rings that fit on human fingers. No, where's the difference? In Shabbos. If it has a signature and a woman goes out with it, it's the Deiraisa versus the Rabbanon. Another question he asked. Shamati Again, I once heard this interesting halacha about a needle. And I don't remember what it was. There's a difference between needles. That what? That if a needle doesn't have the eye of the needle, the hole that you thread it through, so then, if a woman walks out with that needle, for decorative purposes, she puts it over here, you know, like even today, they put it in their hats, whatever they do with a needle, that's only an iser de but if you walk out with a, a needle that has a hole in it, it's a deraisa. So again, I have a nafkemina for Shabbos. Not so much. I don't have a great nafkemina for you in Hilchas Tuma. Why not? Same kind of sugya. What? All needles are the same. If you had a, a needle and the hole, the eye was knocked off, tahira. Okay, I'm not talking about a needle that's broken. I'm talking about a whole needle. What about a needle that has a lot of rust? If, it, if it's difficult to sew with it because it has rust, what does it mean it's difficult? According to Wamshan and Rashi, that when you sew with it, it leaves rust on the clothing, so nobody wants to sew with it. So there is a difference. 
a needle that's rusty, a needle that's not rusty. So what's the obvious answer? I'm talking about a normal needle that's polished, that's nice, doesn't have rust. What, you're telling me there's no difference in a, in a nice polished needle? You're allowed to carry a needle where? In your own backyard. In other words, now, why can you carry it? The chiddush is, okay, it's in my backyard, why can't I get it? Because I'm going to use it for something that's mutter, not for sewing. If it's for sewing, it's glishim lach to this. I'm going to use it to remove a thorn from my finger. Uh, yeah, a splinter, whatever it is. So now, there is an afkemino between, in Tumah itself, there is an afkemino between with a hole and without a hole. In other words, a needle without a hole is not mekabal Tumah. It's not a clear anymore. In other words, Abayah says like this, there's something called Gulmei, that it, these are needles that are made like, imagine, I don't know how they make it in a factory today, but it's a long piece of metal and they cut it down, you make different needles out of it. But you didn't make the hole yet. You're about to make the hole. So, there's an afkimino for Shabbos. Because Shabbos, with a hole and without a hole, mukta, not mukta. But when it comes to Tumah, I didn't finish this product yet. It's not a finished product. So it's not a cleat. Rabbi Lezer is talking about a needle that's completely finished. So with if it's completely finished, if it doesn't have a hole, if it doesn't have a hole and it's a finished product, Mikabal Tuma. If it does if it doesn't have a hole and it's a finished product, Mikabal Tuma. The only nafkimin I can think of, says, says the Gemara, is Bigume. It's before it's finished. Before it's finished, then I could come up with an nafkimina. The reason why he told him, Ribbelezer told his Talmud, that there's no nafkimina is because he was talking about a finished product. Only in an unfinished product is a nafkimina. Have a gewaldic. Yeah, no? You're looking at me, Ali. Spaceder? Gewaldic. Have a great day, everybody. Shira Malois. Shira Malois, my mama can go see if I don't know. Shira Malois, my mama can go see if I don't know. Shira Malois, my mama can go see if I don't know. Shira Malois, my mama can go see if Amen. Wow. Reb Simcha, who's Reb Simcha? I see a Hasidic Yid from uh, New York somewhere. No, I don't see him. Yeah. They're all for the human being too.
I hear. So what's enough? Give me between a, a ring on a door, you're asking. Good night, Rabbi Yoel. Good night. Rabbi Carmel, don't leave yet. Don't leave. I hear. I have. I. I don't know. I don't want to say this shot. Maybe. I don't know. So I have to look into it. It's good Shaila. Good Kasha. What's up, dude? It's either you want it, you want it. It's like, it's basically like a stick. Ellie, where's Ellie? I'm thinking of Stam. I don't know if this is the real answer, but it's like a stick, but you're too lazy to hold it, so you put it on your animal. A door belongs in the door. On a, 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 I don't, but I don't know if it's a good tarot. It's, it's not stark enough. I don't have to think about it. Good kasha. Shkoyach rebelli. Did the laser go already? I never said a Oh, here he is. Reblazer, what's that, Long time no see. Are you are you in Ramah Bet? So are you in lockdown, complete lockdown? I don't hear so well. He says, yeah. Wow. My cleaner, my dry cleaner is in Ramah Bet and he's not picking up the phone, so I'm assuming he's also... Wow. Why is it 